deep in London's beating heart lies a wall. A lock don't be if you know the call. For if the wall steps aside, be not afraid of what you see. Cause the wizard world has opened up as has the Griffin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Shrieking Shack. This is a Harry Potter reread podcast for lapsed fans. I am your host, ZC. And I'm Liz. And Liz, how many things are you subscribed to these days? Oh, like paid services? Yeah, like there's, you know, we got Netflix, you got, I don't know, Xbox Live, people subscribe to, uh, uh, Hulu, there's all, all kinds of things. What, what do you subscribe to these days? Everyone's, you know, everyone's honestly, subscribed to some stuff. Honestly, not that much. You know, I'm, I've got, I've got Netflix, um, does PlayStation Network have a fee? Am, yeah, I pay, am I paying yeah. for PlayStation Network and have forgotten about it? Yeah, my, my yeah, big probably. one, my big one that I often forget about is World of Warcraft. Uh, oh yeah, you know, I, I subscribed when Battle for Azeroth came out, uh, played it for a couple months. It sucked big time, and definitely paid for another six months. Oof, not playing, but I did finally cancel that at some point. But uh, but honestly, you know, I I'm a little bit of a rebel. I don't know if you'd describe me as a rebel, but I'm, mm. I'm saying that I'm a rebel. I'm kind of a contrarian. I don't uh I don't really uh like to be asked to subscribe to something. So I typically <laughs> do not. Uh so not too much. What about you? Um uh yeah, I've got I've definitely have the thing where I've got like more than I can keep track of at once and I I I sometimes have to like rush to unsubscribe from something that I'm not using anymore. Sure. Uh, um but yeah you know i've got uh um, my my playstation which i'm actually not sure why i'm still paying for because i haven't played an online game on that in ages i got my netflix and but here's here's the thing uh it's good that you don't have that many because uh i i wouldn't want you to have to uh you know make kind of a a sophie's choice or whatever Mm. in uh in in picking which one to get rid of for a new subscription that we are both definitely going to have to get for our important scholarly work here. Sure, yeah, I guess I hear what you're saying, and it's that I kind of have an open spot where Battle for Azeroth uh, yeah. was previously. Uh huh. Yeah, you've already made your choice. I might have to 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 ax something. I I also uh, canceled my World of Warcraft a little while back. So maybe that'll fill in this slot, but uh, but we've got an important new service we might have to check out. Right, and uh, you're talking, of course, of the Neopets Premium Account Service, <laughs> oh, uh, where you can fuck. you can spend fifteen dollars a month, you get an extra spot for a sixth Neopet, um, and and various Neocash to spend on cosmetic items. <laughs> oh oh, so you're saying if I subscribe to this, I'll be able to get that Infinity Gauntlet for my chia uh and that and, is correct yes yeah. Ooh, hmm, maybe i will have to subscribe to that but unfortunately no i'm not talking about neopets <laughs> that would be so much better uh i am talking about the new wizarding world website which <laughs> we've got kind of a saga to unpack here um may 12th 2019 5 o'clock p.m. Forbes published an article announcing that Warner Brothers and J.K. Rowling uh, have announced a joint venture. This was weird to me to begin with because I thought that they were already kind of like 
joined at the hip anyway, because mm-hmm. Pottermore has done plenty of movie marketing stuff. Uh, they get all the Fantastic Beasts preview stuff. Right. They've got plenty of behind the scenes stuff. They've got tons of movie screenshots and everything. So I assumed that they were already, uh, you know, part of the same business venture, but I, I guess not. Um, I'm just going to pull out some headlines here uh, or some highlights. Uh, Pottermore.com, a digital hub of original content by J.K. Rowling, comprises exclusive features on the Wizarding World franchise and interactive quizzes as well as an e-commerce branch, blah, blah, blah. I think actually that might be a little outdated because there's Pottermore Publishing, which I'm not sure exists anymore. This will all likely move to wizardingworld.com around May 15th, according to a press release from Pottermore. Uh, Pottermore chairman and J.K. Rowling's agent, Neil Blair, says this joint venture was a long-term aim and a statement from Pottermore claims that Wizarding World Digital will put fans new and old at its heart, whatever that means. Uh, Blair told the bookseller, uh, the magazine, this venture will widen and deepen what we we have. <laughs> okay, hold on a second, Mr. Blair. This venture will widen and deepen what we have been able to do on Pottermore so far. There's no reason why we won't be able to do something because there's a <laughs> rights issue. The only limits will be our imaginations and what technology is available. That's so exciting. That's huh? such a uh, what could that mean? What could what couldn't they do? <laughs> That's yeah, what, what I want what to know. What could they not do? What's, what's on the docket here? What yeah. part? Of like, oh, we really want to do this really exciting thing, but we just dang it, we can't. And, uh, and, uh, even if they didn't, even if they didn't explicitly have the rights, I mean, like I said, they've already been doing all the movie marketing stuff on Pottermore like like was someone at WB really like breathing down Pottermore's neck going like you can't post that that's that's WB content like what what's what's the deal here I'm so curious the statement on wizardingworld.com was very funny too it was a big very ominous looking block of text that said change is afoot We are very pleased to announce that fans of Wizarding World will soon be able to get closer to Harry Potter and Fantastic Beasts than ever before. (laughs) I'm already feeling pretty close, to be honest. As close as we could probably, like, feasibly get, uh, uh, (laughs) maybe. We are working on some exciting digital ventures coming to you from Wizarding World Digital, a new joint venture between Pottermore and Warner Bros., Lest we turn into Hagrid spilling secrets at the pub, we can't say much more for now, but rest assured, you will be the first to know. So keep watching this space as our exciting digital journey continues. Magical things are coming your way. Uh, You know, when we read that weird... Uh, post from Pottermore a couple weeks ago that had that oh. great infographic stretching into the future. Yeah, I, I, I didn't realize that was such an omen. Right. Yes. Because they told I wouldn't us even think of it was it was right there in plain sight. Um, they had the the ominous boxes kind of like uh, going off into the distant future. Yeah. Like what what could those be? And I didn't. I had no idea it was this new wizarding world. It's new wizarding world, uh, Vans shoe tie-in, uh, <laughs> new Lego sets. Yeah, he, this is this this is very very weird. Um, 
uh, Pottermore Limited reported a profit decrease from 52.2 million in March uh, 2017 to 42.5 million in uh, the year ending March 2018. So they went, they lost 10 million dollars year over year. I would like to know how is Pottermore making any what is that? Is that like just through selling like the 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 ebooks and shit through Pottermore? That's I a have lot no idea. Well, they have those those beautiful um, prints that you can oh, buy. That's, um, those awful Marauders prints. I forgot <laughs> about those. Yeah, the new. I have, venture I have of- no idea. I, I feel like um, Mr. Brother Redmain must not be very happy. Oh, oh, that's wrong. I think he left. I think that's how unhappy he was. He's not. Oh, okay. He's, he's at Bloomsbury now. Oh, sure. Uh, this new venture with Warner Bros. will boost Pottermore's ability to profit off of fans' digital experiences of the franchise. <laughs> Great. Woohoo! <laughs> with the possibility <laughs> of profiting from converting subscriber lists to paid members. See, this, and this was the thing. When this Forbes article came out, I missed this. I was like, what does this mean? And didn't really think much of it. Uh, blah, blah, blah. They're going to make some money. Now, the day after that, that was on the 12th, on the 13th, mm-hmm. MuggleNet, our new, one of our new favorite websites, posted a scoop. Uh, <laughs> Good ex- for them. Yeah, this, this has got to be exciting for, for them. It's exciting for me, honestly. This, I know I say this every time something happens, but like, what serendipity that like, we started this podcast just as everything started to kind of rattle off the rails for the harry potter <laughs> franchise we knew it we could smell it yeah yeah we, we were sharks and we smelled some blood in the water here um <laughs> exclusive new service wizarding world gold charges for premium access to the wizarding world Ooh. now just let that headline Ooh. wash over you there uh and I, I think about it. what I that could it. possibly mean mm. Over the years, we have received many an anonymous tip. Around half... Oh, I'm so glad, by the way. This this MuggleNet article is is still written in that, like, beautiful fansite style, you know? Oh, of course it is. Also, it's... important question. How are we going to get in on these anonymous tips? Oh, <laughs> actually, ooh, here's a... Here's a... Um, I think I told you about this way back when it happened. We have mm-hmm. received exactly one anonymous tip. Uh, That's great. And it's not something I can say just yet on the air because we're not on the right book for it. That's but tantalizing. It is tantalizing. We do we do have a weird uh, uh, anonymous connection uh, to some funny Harry Potter related stuff. I I I I will. I'm so excited to share it when we finally get to the right time. That's very exciting. But I just want to encourage anyone that we are open for anonymous tips. That's right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Streetcast at gmail.com. Uh, send, <laughs> send us your, your anonymous tips. If you're, if you're working on that triple a game, send us some, send us some goods. We're, we're very excited for that. Yeah. Anyway. MuggleNet. Over the years, we have received many an anonymous tip. Around half of them never pan out to anything, while the other half are found to be credible and immediately published. Yes, that is exactly, that is how journalism works. Thank you, MuggleNet. (laughs) 
About a month ago, we received information via an anonymous source regarding a new service that Warner Bros. was gathering research on and planned to launch later in the year. Since this was the first we were hearing about this service, we were hesitant to do anything about it until now. Just a few days ago, Warner Bros. and Pottermore announced that they would be merging into a new brown, excuse me, a new brand, Wizarding World Deluxe, a venture that Neil Blair seems excited for. Um, and there's the widening and deepening quote again. Um, <clears throat> we can now exclusively reveal that the service, this exciting new venture, is going to have a premium paid tier. Yes, readers, you will soon have the option to pay for premium access to the best and brightest parts of the Wizarding World, including, thanks to the merger of Warner Bros. and Pottermore, the seven published Potter novels. According to the marketing materials we received, Wizarding World Gold will offer a wide range of products, experiences, and exclusives. I love, there's nothing more that I love than products, experiences, and exclusives. (laughs) Yeah, I just can't say no to any of those. Once in a lifetime experiences. Enter regular contests with incredible prizes. Uh, attend members only fan events at Wizarding World locations and take part in incredible digital experiences. This mm. only for gold members. Basically, we are going to spoil you rotten. I fucking hate that, by the way. Don't We're going to spoil you rotten. Spoil you rotten with digital experiences. I what... do love a digital experience. That is true. What could these mean? Like, okay, r- regular contests with prizes, <laughs> sure. I get that. They're going to we're going to auction off the $400 DVD box set that sure. JK Rowling got mad about. Right. Take part in incredible digital experiences what does that mean uh they're releasing the harry potter moba but you have to be a premium member to play (laughs) oh okay now i'm interested uh tie oh oh this is what it's gonna be remember when they held had that concert in Fortnite? (laughs) you're gonna be able to visit like like shitty second life hogwarts yes go it's the weird sisters concert uh the yule ball being being hosted in Fortnite. um but you can only come if you are a premium member of both (laughs) of both the wizarding world and of Fortnite battle pass i i like works right i like the way you think because for, for me i was thinking so much smaller with digital experience i was thinking more like you know like when patreons are like you can get access to our exclusive discord it'll be like you can you can join jk rowling's discord and she'll never post in it oh sure yeah no i'm always thinking big with digital experiences oh yeah that's right that's yeah um and then attend members only fan events at wizarding world locations do they mean Mm. like the theme parks like like you're gonna go to a secret it's kind of like a vip lounge in Mm. at the wizarding world theme park we got to get in there the hurtwood common room perhaps (laughs) (laughs) that's a digital experience oh god it certainly is our our uh our patreon podcast that is one hell of a digital experience uh which which no one wants to miss yeah one day we'll host it in Fortnite. (laughs) oh no oh shit (laughs) okay uh they also offer priority booking for the always in demand cursed child which is that's you're already paying a lot for those tickets paying a subscription service to get better tickets experience upcoming games exclusive offers at real life wizarding world locations plus so much more magical things are coming your way games upcoming games games. excuse me upcoming games Hello, Pottermore. <laughs> Can you show us the, the game, please? 
There's also an exclusive welcome kit that comes with a paid premium gold membership. Uh, your house-themed, personalized, and fully interactive journal, a collectible <laughs> gold key pin, and an exclusive print of J.K. Rowling's original sketch of Hogwarts. Now, I don't know if you remember what J.K. Rowling's original sketch of Hogwarts looks like, but I, an exclusive print of that sounds hilarious. Have you? Do you remember... That's Which beautiful. One? Yeah, no, I'm I'm very excited about that. I hope it comes like a like a map that you can put up on your wall. <laughs> it's just this like pencil drawing. It's so good. That's like not even like like th this isn't a knock against JK. It was just a, a a thing she doodled to like, you know, have as reference for writing the books, but it is not a I would not call it a something that you would um hang on the wall. It's like a, a it's like a pencil sketch of a of a of a castle there's one tree that's the whomping willow and there's a big circle around the edge that just says forest yeah i'm a little bit stuck on the phrase interactive journal yeah so we the the journal part is up i think or is that oh no that's our passport yeah we so got we, our passport we got our Spoilers. passports not our journals now I, it's it's good that you bring up the journal thing here because uh the 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 article continues you can interact with your journal, and then in parentheses, it knows you better than you think to unlock exclusive content and magical experiences. I just, I'm going to make the bold claim that all journals are interactive. That That is kind of the point of them, I would, you know, that's, that's what they're for, right? Yeah, yeah, not trying to be too cute here, but I also don't quite understand what they mean by journal in that way. Yeah, because if they're asking, if they're saying, hey, uh, keep a real life diary on our server, I'm going to go ahead and say no for that one. Um, they're opening live journal up again. And it's exclusively Harry Potter themed. That's fantastic. Uh, and I think, then finally, I think Live Journal still exists, doesn't it? it? Does. In, mm -hmm. Sort of. Yeah. Yes, I think so. Yes, I, I believe yes. so. Wear your gold key pin with pride and recognize Ooh. fellow Wizarding World gold members. Just just going around outside uh, and and nodding sagely to the other people wearing the gold key pin. This is such a bummer because I think a couple of weeks ago we were worked out our um, exciting uh, hand motion to signal to fellow Potterheads. And ah, now that that I mean right. it, it might have been the jerk off motion, um, but now it's obsolete. <laughs> well, I will definitely be doing the jerk off motion to people with <laughs> with the Wizarding World gold pin, but not because I'm a fan. <laughs> The marketing materials feature photographs of the above items, as well as fans and readers cozying up to Eddie Redmayne and Jude Law <laughs> on platform nine and three quarters last year. Hmm. Uh, now, here's where we've got to be a little worried. Additional features include an original video and podcast series. Uh, uh, yeah, just announcing uh, this uh, podcast is going premium on the Wizarding World, so you're going to have to get your... <laughs> <laughs> We've been bought out by WB. <laughs> parody, the, the parody. <laughs> uh, with a photograph of Eduardo Lima and uh, Mirafora Mina, collectively me. I'm assuming this is the podcast host, Mina what's Lima. What's the podcast going to be about? Uh, yeah, what's an official, like, this is like weird Harry Potter state radio. Like, like that's such a, <laughs> that's such a weird concept to me. 
as well as exclusive merchandise and special offers. You'll have access to exclusive limited edition products and lots of very special offers through our online shop available only to gold members. This is so weird. Uh, now, here's the funny part about this, I, I, and I would like to give uh, MuggleNet some credit here. Would you say that this article has, like, seemed kind of glowing so far? Uh, yes, but in, in such a way that they're like, we want all this stuff, right? Right. Like, the stuff uh, itself sounds good. Y- right. Uh, so so this, this article continues... To this journalist, Wizarding World Gold, and by extension, Wizarding World Global, sounds like a step in the wrong directions for readers and fans. Yes, thank you. Uh, what started out as a free and fun website to interact with, readers of all ages turned into a fan site run by shareholders who, in an effort to make continued millions off of Wizarding World fans around the globe, decided to turn its back on a large portion of the exact audience it supposedly serves. Fucking go off, MuggleNet. MuggleNet is a champion of the people now MuggleNet is an ally welcome MuggleNet to the resistance MuggleNet. hell yes <laughs> there's uh there's a lot of stuff in here about like sony uh online entertainment going into the ground for some reason here i, I i'm i'm not going to read the rest of this this is a very long editorial sure um, but uh yeah, but thanks to MuggleNet for this big scoop which brings us to today's news um we kind of got a long news segment here but this is just such an exciting week for harry potter content um the website merge has begun the announcement of the gold content has not rolled out yet um but we were able uh this morning to import our pottermore accounts to the wizarding world website and also get our passport things (laughs) which are incredible yeah so i yeah we i think you you successfully imported yours as well it just gives you, it just shows you your house and your wand that you did with the little quiz uh, and your Patronus. Uh, everyone remembers that digital experience that set, oh, yeah. set the internet uh, aflame. Everyone yes. was so excited about that. So that all imported. And as far as I can tell, there's only like one other feature that they added where you make these little cards that you can share on social media where you pick three of your favorite Harry Potter things <laughs> and it just puts them on a card. And a card that says, I am blank and blank. It's like formatted like those New York City borough shirts. Right. Um, that say like, I, like Queen, like Queens and Brooklyn. And like, it's, it's, but it's, what was yours? It was, uh, I am Snape and Ravenclaw and Sectumsempra and. Uh, excuse me. It was. I am Severus Snape, uh, Sectum Sempra, and House Elf. <laughs> it's so stupid. I don't know. Like, I mean, I guess here's here's my uh, take on like all of this stuff that's happening. Like, we 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 have this this Wizarding World website uh, um, update. We have Wizards Unite coming out. We have a Vans shoe collection coming out. <laughs> this all feels like WB was banking on Grindelwald setting the fucking world on fire and like Harry Potter nostalgia just going through the fucking roof, right? Like like these feel like announcements timed to like sate a thirst that nobody has right now 
what I don't understand about that is why they would be so dumb. Did they not read the script? <laughs> also, we that didn't. I mean, like I think that the first Fantastic Beasts movie was like a solid, like I don't, I don't. It was just like kind of a mediocre but like kind of fun i guess maybe not maybe not for me but i think Mm -hmm. it energized some harry potter fans yeah i guess but it really didn't make that much of a splash no it was like the ninth highest grossing film of that year which to be clear that's a lot of fucking money but like that's not a sure it's still like a blockbuster from like a major franchise that people have a lot of fondness for yeah yeah it just it, like it wasn't a cultural splash right like 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 yeah people aren't, people aren't embracing like newt scamander the same way they embraced harry as a character yeah like i feel like we could look at something like star wars that got reinvigorated and people are have embraced you know ray and Finn and Kylo Ren and all all of that stuff and that didn't seem to happen for Fantastic Beasts ever right yes yeah that's kind of what this feels like is 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 uh is mobilizing the sort of like uh uh extra fandom goodies that people would expect and want out of something that they're as rabidly into is a star wars that's just like not really there right now like no one's into fantastic beasts that hard people are definitely into harry potter like that but like there's nothing new for these fans to be engaging with that's like whipping them up at the to that level right yeah yeah so i so i don't know it, it is very bizarre to see all this stuff and i'm not sure who it's for and from what i can tell the fandom isn't happy like i, no. I think that this announcement for a paid service has not gone over very well i mean it, it certainly doesn't help that like it just doesn't really like like what are you getting like there's there there's there's the, the... the books is just like laughable to me like yeah, that's i'm sorry so i've funny. already i already got those thanks though yeah <laughs> anyone anyone who likes harry potter enough to consider subscribing to a harry potter themed service probably doesn't need the fucking books right like at like this they're, point, they're good at this point i have like three copies of each of the books yeah um there's the possibility that the movies might be included in this too but again everyone definitely has those and i did you see this thing uh about itunes like degrading the quality of the harry potter movies no this is like a, this was one of my like like news tags i wanted to get to if we had time but it's kind of related here uh there on 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 reddit and like a few like movie like enthusiast forums there are some posts about like uh uh you know you could buy the harry potter movies in 4k on itunes through their service uh, mm-hmm. and that's no longer available and not only no longer available like you don't have access to it even if you bought it at that level like it's just back down oh. to, to blu-ray quality and I'm very curious if this is like either like a mistake or some other weird issue or are they going to be offering the movies and it's like you can get the movies exclusively in 4k if you're part of our stupid service which seems insane right but like like it's such odd timing that I couldn't help but like 
yeah that, that is that is very suspicious I, yeah I, it still it doesn't really seem to me to be something like I, I don't know the things that i'm willing to like pay a subscription service for is something like netflix i'm not going to pay a subscription to watch the harry potter movies right to watch one one franchise of movies you could knock those out in a week and then like why would you subscribe i guess for these digital experiences right but like right this just seems bonkers i i can't imagine like in unless like, like like i'm thinking this 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 is timed after disney has announced that they're doing like their own netflix style streaming service right but they have right. like original they have like original star wars and marvel and like disney properties that they are turning into new shows this feels like it's missing something like like if if i would understand like i, I still wouldn't like it but i would at least understand this if they were like get access to the exclusive marauders era tv drama that's what they're gonna do right that's gotta be something they have yeah i i feel like this has been something that has been been talked about and it's been huge for so long there was that thing where they they trademarked um whatever the marauders yeah Yeah, that phrase which i guess like doesn't really necessarily mean anything but it, it does really feel like for this announcement something is just missing like yeah. there's a but but that would that would change i think the entire uh like public opinion of this right, right. like i think that there is a contingent of fans that if like it was like pay and get all this stuff oh and you can watch the marauders prestige tv show right they're gonna do that 100 percent. yeah yeah it, it's it's just missing that key incentive i guess like the books who cares the movies everyone has them uh tickets for cursed child i don't think anyone wants to like you go to cursed child once you don't join a subscription service to go multiple times right like that's there's nothing here that's that's like the big draw and like you know because there's been no official announcement of the gold thing i i I guess you know maybe we should just wait and see if there's some big secret thing that they have ready to drop with this thing. But, but it just seems so misguided and, and silly. The the launch of their wizarding world website was also so strange. Like I didn't realize it was going up today. I'm yeah, on, no. I'm on Pottermore every day of my life. Now <laughs> that yeah, is, that are. is the life that I lead. Um, they didn't announce it on <laughs> They didn't they didn't announce it on Pottermore. I specifically went to the news tab to see if it was buried somewhere because I was driving myself crazy because the screenshots of the announcement of the moving of the website were going around all over, but I just couldn't find the post. And then you told me that it was in an email to some people yeah, on to Pottermore. Some, I didn't get it. I, I, didn't, I didn't get, get it, it either. It unless, like didn't it's, get it either. Yeah. unless it's like buried in like my promotions folder because I didn't do like a very thorough search. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just launched. Like it's just it is just online. You can go to it right now and make your making your <laughs> Wizarding World card and tweet it. But they didn't like do any big announcement or no. rollout or anything like that. It's just there with nothing else on it either like like if you if you do if you i i I tried this i like i like logged out and then saw what it was like to make a new account on this thing Uh uh-huh 
and as soon as it as soon as you get to the part where it's like let's make your patronus let's get your wand it just takes you to potter so like why bother can it like like unless they're gonna eventually move all that stuff into onto the same domain or whatever it just seems entirely superfluous i i i it it is so baffling to me how fast this happened Mm -hmm. how confusing it is and and also the fact that like it 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 sort of you know much like the uh the game that's sort of like been announced but hasn't really been like uh yeah they're trying to launch a game right now i i'm i'm so baffled it's hard to find this this stuff like i i have you know i have all my news alerts set up both of us are on you know i i'm I'm pretty sure we send each other a link at least one link from the reddit or from pottermore to each other every day right Like, like we are we are on top of this stuff and it's hard to keep up with this specific uh like wb venture because it's just not i no no fans care right like no nobody cares about this game like I, i that is something that is is routinely just like throwing me off when i remember that they are releasing a harry potter pokemon go game made by niantic it looks I mean, it's very stupid, right? Like, it looks very dumb, but it is a very, like, polished-looking yeah. game, right? Like, this is yeah. a this is a real game. This isn't just, like, Harry Potter Bejeweled coming out for some reason. Right. This is this is Pokemon Go for Harry Potter, and there are no posts about it. The, the tweet that has the trailer that dropped, like, what, two or three days ago? Three I, days ago I, at this point. I saw it, like, a day after it came out, and it had, what? 1000 retweets yeah it like i think it was sitting around 1200 when when i sent it to you because i had just saw i saw it like 24 hours after it went up there's there's no momentum on this thing uh if you go to the subreddit dedicated to the game or if you go to like niantic site all of the people who are excited about it it's not harry potter fans it's like ingress, ingress and <laughs> pokemon go fans who are like is this uh, is this like you know is this ingress three should I move to this one? Right? right. Like it's, it's, it's not Harry Potter fans excited about the new Harry Potter game. It's just like a few Niantic, um, Niantic fans going, Ooh, I like these games. Is this, is this going to be a good one? Uh, it's baffling how, how, how just what a bizarre state the, the, like this franchise is in at the, at the moment. I, I have like, to assume, cause the marketing seems really light on on the game and you're right it it is as if they were counting on a level of fervor and energy from the fandom to to carry it and didn't invest yeah. in any marketing for it right yeah it's 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 it just feels like um like the fandom and the and the company are like talking past each other almost right like mm-hmm. like they're this is this doesn't seem to be anything that the that the fan base is that interested in uh i like i said you know I, I, I when maybe when the game comes out it could be a huge hit right like maybe it just needs to be you know maybe when people log in uh to the app store and see there's a new harry potter game 
uh, everyone who like doesn't like follow the fandom will just go, ooh, I like Harry Potter, and the game will be a huge hit for a while. But like leading up to this release, I'm just like sitting back and like looking at like you know what what is it that WB seems to be expecting out of the fandom, and like like how are they catering to them? And it just seems like completely mismatched expectations here. Um, this is a very small, a small thing, but I do want to talk about it. If anything, I mean, it's, it's not making much of a splash, but it is very funny to me. Um, can we talk about the attempt to create a new subreddit that is the wizarding world subreddit? Yes. Yes. The, 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 (laughs) the battle for the Harry Potter, uh, fandom on Reddit has begun there. So, for those who are not as deeply nerdy about following this stuff as we are, the main Harry Potter subreddit has always been r slash Harry Potter. Um, there's a couple of spinoff ones for the specific movies. There's like a fantastic, there's two separate fantastic beasts ones. There's like, uh, there's like a, um, a movie specific one and a book specific one. But like the main, the main core thing has always been, harry potter specific subreddit now there is someone trying to with this announcement i think piggyback their own announcement that they that they run the wizarding world subreddit that unites all of them and we cannot tell if this is a like wb stooge or if this is just someone who really wants to run the Wizarding World subreddit. It's so baffling. Yeah, it easily could just be a Reddit dork. Like somebody that just is like trying to gather power on Reddit.com. <laughs> right. I, uh-huh. it, it is truly <laughs> baffling. We followed them to their other social media accounts and like tried to figure and like they write like they're a bot honestly i i can't yeah, figure they, it out it's, they post like these instagram things of like like various like they they're really going ham on godzilla right now they're super excited for the new godzilla mm-hmm. um and and all their posts have like these weird jabs at disney uh a, a, a in them like like no offense to to Disney, but King of the Monsters is going to be the 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 king of the summer, right? Like just like <laughs> weird, weird posts like that. And and I'm trying to figure out if like if this is just someone who's a very passionate fan, is this someone being paid by WB to it, like AstroTurf? Is this? I, it, it's it's so many moving pieces in Harry Potter drama right now it's it's very very fun it it was just the thing that set off like my alarm bells for this is because um this user was the first one that i saw post the email it was the first time it was like the first time i'd seen that like oh we're, we're moving to wizarding world and it was their screenshot that also happened at the same time they made this announcement like oh let's all consolidate our subreddits into the wizarding world because that's what joe would want yes like that's the other thing the the language is so weird in all of them it it, it, the 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 weird friendliness about like oh this is uh, this is for celebrating joe and i bet joe would want us to all be on this subreddit it is this is really really esoteric online drama stuff but i think it bears mentioning just because it's like 
this feels like a marketing plan that all kind of misfired it, it reads uh, like marketing copy they're weird like all the uh, in their announcement post all of the uh names of the of the properties and stuff are all bolded it's very suspicious <laughs> i just wanted to mention it because it's a really like fun mystery i've been enjoying uh yeah. and is at a weird time when all of this stuff is moving around because because yeah. we've had the name wizarding world for a long time and it's actually yeah, they announced that logo change like last year right like yeah like this has all been in the works so it seems it seems a little um a little it lines up in an interesting way i would say this is all fascinating. I'm going to be keeping track of, of of the subreddit drama and what on earth the the Wizarding World digital experience gold member plus ultra thing is even going to offer. It's it's just a lot. I I you know this this has been a me- a mega sized news uh um segment, but I I felt like feel like this is all very weird important stuff to cover at the moment because the 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 wheels are moving but they're moving in a very weird direction uh at the moment especially with jk rowling just like absent completely that's the other thing that just kills me project (laughs) yeah yeah like like pottermore was like her fucking thing and she's like not said a word about this this merger. Well, now I'm just very suspicious that it's all been. I mean, obviously she's working on Fantastic Beasts, but I do wonder if if extra time has been uh, allotted to figure out and hammer out the details for this um, for a possible TV show or whatever else is going on for these digital experiences. That I assume that right. she still is trying to keep keep her grip on control yeah. for right. Yeah 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 god it's so weird well we'll we'll be keeping an eye on all this um but i think it's probably high time for us to get to our reading for this week yeah uh this week we read chapter 18 and it's called dumbledore's army Uh, we're back in the common room and uh hermione and harry are kind of talking and hermione has has come to the conclusion that umbridge is definitely the one that is reading harry's mail uh and that's why uh, she knew that Sirius was going to be in the in the fire that night, or had been had been monitoring uh, the ways in and out of the castle. Um, and she suspects and kind of lays out this plan that Umbridge probably told Filch that Harry uh, was trying to buy dung bombs. That that whole thing is probably why that happened because she knows that Filch would kind of do her dirty work and intercept Harry's mail uh, for her if if he thought that. Uh, he was breaking this like incidental school rule. Um, we do get uh, a scene in charms class uh, where they're uh, talking about this and the DA and they're working on silencing charms. Uh, Angelina lets Harry know that the Gryffindor Quidditch team has been allowed to play. So they'll be able to meet up for practice. Um, she suspects that um, McGonagall got upset that Umbridge was, was holding holding them off from, from reforming the Quidditch team. And McGonagall probably asked Dumbledore to kind of, uh, make that happen. Hermione has a conversation with Harry after class briefly about whether or not they should do the defense club. And her reasoning is that because Sirius said that they should do it, she is starting to question if it's the right thing to do. Um, this upsets Harry. Um, they have kind of a, a conflict where um, Hermione says explicitly that Sirius is probably behaving recklessly 
because he's trying to live through them because he's cooped up and he would love to uh, run a defense club. Um, Harry's just very defensive and and doesn't think that's the case. Um, they, we do get a scene that is Quidditch practice, but it's very unproductive. Uh, it's pouring rain, horrible conditions. Um, also, Fred and George have uh, are experimenting with with new product that has have given them big boils on their asses um <laughs> so that's no good uh in the locker room after practice harry's scar hurts and he gets the impression that voldemort is really angry um and and he does have like a little bit of a vision where he uh has this experience where he knows that voldemort wants something done and it's not happening fast enough for the exact words uh harry does tell ron about that and he kind of puts together in his mind um the other experiences he's, he's had with his scar hurting and is kind of realizing backwards that in Umbridge's detention when he felt the scar, he, he realized that he can feel what Voldemort's feeling and he didn't recognize his happiness at the time but but it was that Voldemort was feeling especially happy uh, Ron is like, you know, what are you going to do? Who are you going to tell? Uh, Harry says, Dumbledore already knows so I'm not going to tell him again and he's been ignoring me um, and we can't write to Sirius because uh, Umbridge is intercepting mail so I'm not going to do anything Uh, Harry stays up late working on potions, but can't concentrate. He's kind of running over this Voldemort stuff in his mind. Uh, He does end up falling asleep uh, in the common room after everyone else has has, uh, gone to bed. And he has a dream. And the dream is about him walking down a corridor, a mysterious corridor. And he sees a door and he wants in the dream to enter it more than anything else. Um, But he gets woken up from the dream. And it's Dobby. And he's wearing all of the uh, hats and, and socks and things that Hermione has knitted and and put around the common room. Uh, the other house elves have become pretty offended and, and won't clean the Gryffindor common room. So Dobby has, has taken it upon himself to do so. Uh, Harry asks Dobby for a favor because Dobby asks, you know, can I can I do anything for you? He says, you know, we, we really need to find a place to practice defense um, where no one can uh, find us and will give us what we need. Uh, and Dobby tells him about the room of requirement. So we go there, we go to the room of requirement. It's very handy. You just think about what you want and it makes a room for you. Uh, so they have a secret room. Uh, Harry is like briefly, like as they get to kind of the logistics as everyone shows up and everyone that was at the hogshead does show up. Uh, Harry is made the leader at Cho Chang's uh, saying like, oh, of course he'd be the leader. They also name themselves the DA, which starts as, I think, the Defense Association. But then Ginny says they should call themselves Dumbledore's Army because that's what the ministry is most afraid of. So they uh, make their their sign-up sheet. They write Dumbledore's Army at the top, uh, and they get right to it. Harry starts uh, with teaching them Expelliarmus. Uh, he does get a little bit of sass from, I think, Zacharias Smith, um, but... He gets to do his like badass Rambo thing and shuts him up. Um, we see kind of Harry's experience of being a teacher and going around and helping everyone else out. Um, the kind of big ones are that he helps encourage Neville and is very kind to Neville and helps him cast his first successful Expelliarmus charm. Uh, and he also uh, makes Cho nervous and he likes that. Um, but then it's kind of awkward because Cho brings up Cedric. Uh, as the meeting kind of wraps up, Harry's feeling pretty positively about it. They're finally like, oh, we're finally doing something. And as they're leaving, Ron and Hermione uh, are kind of bickering about who was better at the spell. So overall, our impression is like, oh, Harry's a very good teacher. That's the end of the chapter. So 
Remember last week how we kind of ended talking about how weird it was that Sirius acknowledged his own character uh, inconsistencies and lampshaded it for us in dialogue? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. How do you feel about Hermione doing exactly that in response to uh, everyone noticing that Sirius lampshaded his own uh, character inconsistencies <sighs> by than doing it herself it would be really cool if we could just see that kind of stuff play out i i feel like all of this uh, like i'm okay with like lampshading stuff occasionally but that's not what this feels like it it's and i guess that's like pretty subjective but i'm like i really like can you please like let let me just have space with the characters and kind of come to my own conclusions about them instead of just like holding my hand through Mm-hmm. everything it feels very weird it's super weird i was really taken aback by this because i i i already know as a reader that hermione is very wary of anything serious suggests uh and i didn't really need this scene of her like like i i i think it's entirely believable for her to be like getting cold feet on this thing right siri I swear to God, <laughs> every time I say serious, my phone uh, yells at me. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, uh, I, 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 I'm fully on board for this this um, turn of Hermione suddenly getting cold feet. I really uh, like it. Yeah, it, 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 it makes sense for her. Hermione is an overthinker um, and and the suggestion of the defense club in the first place was very outlandish for her um so it makes sense that she would you know be second guessing herself on this uh especially with sirius's um uh blessing and and and, you know she's verbalized in in three books now um uh her her uh distrust of sirius's judgment right Mm -hmm those pieces are all there we don't we do not need her to like explain Sirius's character to harry and ron it, 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 it this feels very i'd say like last minute maybe like it 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 kind of belies a like um lack of faith in the in the reader i feel yeah i i think this might be actually one of the first times where i feel feel like the books are talking down to me a little bit mm-hmm. um and it and it feels like a like it's overcompensating for a perceived inconsistency in Sirius's character and maybe that's like this is the thing is because this was the conclusion almost word for word that I came to when we were talking about this last week. And now I'm not trusting my own conclusion about that because I'm worried that I've literally edited Hermione's explanation into my brain. Does that make sense? Like, (laughs) I like, I'm like, Oh, Sirius is acting inconsistently. And then it was like, I have this, this subconscious memory of the book literally telling me exactly why that's not true that i i have you know inserted right no no they 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 talk about explicitly last chapter you know they say uh hey sirius you were telling me to keep my head down last year and sirius said well that's because last year someone specific was trying to kill you and 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 this year 
who fucking a different cares? specific person is trying different. to kill you yeah uh which in and of itself i i think has its own subtext that's just like Sirius has changed right like it's been a year he's he's been cooped up all this time sure he has different values uh and i i i'm just i'm okay with that just being let be for me to figure out and think about and and, and chew on rather than have the characters have to talk about each other's character development to each other if that makes sense right yeah and i think i'm pretty okay with characters changing just in general like i i i think I, i think for this book specifically i think that um the conflict between Harry and Sirius is so strong and so evocative. I am love loving the tension between Sirius who is reckless, irresponsible, but kind of a tragic figure trying to live vicariously through Harry. And then Harry Mm -hmm. living with this hope that is in him that like once everything is all over and taken care of that, Sirius is going to be his his dad basically like like butting heads like I think that is a strong enough narrative arc for those characters that I am totally willing to overlook any kind of like character inconsistency with Sirius (laughs) especially because he as a character is like the loose cannon kind of unpredictable unstable guy right like he has always been that so it isn't that weird to me and in fact i i think that it's uh, he's almost stronger for it that like clearly his parenting and or or his his assuming this role of a parental figure is is very irresponsible since he just seems to change on a whim for whatever he for for basically no reason so i didn't i did not need this over explained to me by by hermione no 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 i will say i i do like this scene of them uh, i i like the window dressing of the of the of the charms class here i thought that was really fun yeah they were Um, they were silencing um like bullfrogs and and ravens and there was like that kind of interesting interesting bit i'm I'm trying to uh wring blood out of a stone finding interesting things about the magic in this world but like (laughs) the idea that it's like harder to silence a raven than it is a bullfrog i thought was pretty cute yeah 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 i i I appreciate it whenever the the um you know the expository dialogue gets to take place while something else cool is happening that's one of my favorite things I, i one thing i will say that I has kind of bummed me out about the last two books is that so many of the key conversations just take place in the common room with nothing else going on really. And like everyone else is asleep and it's just them talking. Uh, it's, it's nice to get a reminder like, Oh, right. They're at school. Like they have other responsibilities that, that kind of get in the way of their super secret, cool club thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's, it's fun to get that kind of. Yeah. I, I think this chapter has pretty much continued my general thoughts from the last one where um, other than like a few kind of silly things, I'm really enjoying it and it builds a mood. Yeah. Yeah. No, this, this is, this is good. I, um, uh, I, I, I agree. I think this is, is a, is a fairly good chapter. Um, I, I, uh, I will say there is one motif in this uh, that I find really funny. I like it so much um generally like the atmosphere that like this is like the hardest rain that they've had at the school all year Mm -hmm. and it's like constantly providing like you know a a backdrop 
Um, but I think it is so funny how many times in this chapter characters go to the window to look out at the rain mysteriously <laughs> while they're brooding. Like Hermione does it in this scene that we're talking about. Uh, Ron and Harry do it in the in the common room at the end. It's very sweet. God, it just makes, and, it just and, makes me wish this movie had been directed by a uh, Prisoner of Azkaban guy. It just kills me. Oh right, give me, yeah, give me yeah, this the... this brooding rainy day mood, please. Yeah, this Halloween mood vibe, absolutely. I love it. Yeah, it's it's really good. Um. Uh, what do we got after the... Uh, we have Fred and George's uh, ass boils that I need oh, to Fred talk about. Oh, Fred and George's about. ass problems. Yeah, <laughs> they have, what's they going on? They have a consistent ass problem this chapter. <laughs> Fred and George. I don't have I, I don't have anything to actually say about this. I just I just feel like I need to say it. You know, I need to I no. need to break this down. Yeah, they, <laughs> yes, they they have they have butt blisters and they can't ride their brooms. I like the um, the Quidditch practice stuff. Like I, I just the the Quidditch here with it just being something that the characters do and care about is so much more interesting than like the actual games. I'm I, I really like Quidditch as a uh, sim- I mean, similar to the the charms class here is like Quidditch Quidditch practice is something else that is going on while the characters are thinking about other stuff it just adds some nice texture yeah but i've certainly forgotten all the rules i yeah could we get another rules especially because we didn't have any quidditch last uh last book well i think umbridge um, is going to take quidditch away from from us in this book so i'm not sure we might just have forgotten all the rules by the time by the time these books are over (laughs) i uh i also i like this thing about the sloth grip that has been running through these chapters mm-hmm. the sloth grip roll and, and and mercifully we don't get a complete breakdown of what that is like with diving or the, the ronsky oh faint, i hated the ronsky left... faint so much of this i i just uh, this book for whatever reason feels like such a more polished and stylish version of other like the the things that the other books attempted to do and failed yeah. at which i really like kind of have to give props to it for that yeah because you can infer what the sloth grip role is from the way the characters are talking about it it is certainly more no... fun to infer than to hear about yes exactly um but and it just feels more natural you know like when people talk about sports or you know games and stuff there's always like meta terms like that that i always really like reading about and, and understanding and like like it's fun getting that sort of stuff from quidditch here like the ronsky faint was like an attempt to do that but it was just hammered in so many times what it was and it really just sounded like a faint right like there's i don't really know what differentiated it from from the dives that harry was always doing but uh the sloth grip roll is just like this is a cute i i i i can sort of picture what they're doing but i'm I, I'm leaving it to, up to my imagination to like fill in what it is rather than uh, have a character explain it for a page. Yeah, do you want me to ruin it and read you the description from the wiki? Oh, uh, please the wiki? ruin it for okay. me. Yeah, please ruin it for uh, me. Uh, the sloth grip roll is a Quidditch tactic where the player hangs upside down on their broomstick, holding tightly with their hands and feet to avoid an incoming bludger. Uh, there's a delightful illustration from the trading card game of, of a girl hanging upside down on a broom. Um, and there's also a history segment that says 
During the 1987 to 1988 school year, Rolanda Hooch taught the sloth grip role to Jacob's sibling and classmates. <laughs> what? Oh, that's got to be a uh, Hogwarts mystery it, thing, huh? It's Hogwarts mystery, and there is a character, and it has its own its own entry, like its own page with a biography. It's about like many, many paragraphs long, but the name of the character is just Jacob Sibling, unidentified 1980s Hogwarts <laughs> student. <laughs> Why do we know so much about him? I need to play this game. I yeah, I guess I guess Jacob Sibling might be a a, a powerful figure in the and the Harry Potter mythos that we're unaware of. My favorite of. Harry Potter. You that. know, when I was doing my um my new wizard passport card, I didn't think my favorite character should be Jacob's sibling. But it sure could be, huh? You just don't know. There is so much uh, text about Jacob's sibling. <laughs> well, I guess if it's if it's from Hogwarts Mystery, that's a dialogue-driven game. I guess there's a lot of potential. That's really there. exciting. That's just, yeah thank you thank you hogwarts mystery for explaining the sloth grip role um but this yeah this scene is cute i'm i'm fascinated by the choice to make uh fred and george's asses hurt uh, in in uh, pursuit that... of making a pill that gives you a fever <laughs> <laughs> they they're 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 our special little guys. That's, that's my, <laughs> these are the that's my these new... are the innovators of the wizarding world. Yeah, yeah. We, we, like I feel like every week we have a new perspective on Fred and George, be it YouTubers or Silicon Valley guys. Uh, but but now I'm the more that I read this book and see that they're just like inventing stuff that already exists. Uh, they're just my special little and guys. also sucks they're, like. Like yeah. I was trying to give myself a fever, and instead I have ass boils. <laughs> Oops. Oopsie! I I, I, I feel uh, like how does Harry feel about this? Is this what he wanted his That's investment his... to go to? His his money <laughs> is burning in front of him, and it's Fred and George's ass. <laughs> I love that. I would love that as the plot in this, where it's like, oh, my investment was bad. <laughs> Just I I imagining a version of the story where like Harry's money runs out or something and he realizes he should he he's wasted his thousand galleons. He just gave it to them too, right? He didn't like invest it. No, like, it I, I he just gave them the money. I am laughing so much at his like stupid line that he has where he's like, We're gonna need a laugh. And here we are, like six months later, <laughs> and, and Fred and George like have fevers and ass boils. <laughs> Fuck, that's right. I forgot that the whole emotional payoff at the end of Gobble to Fire was like like wow, you know, uh, uh, Trump was elected president, but I guess punk rock is going to be really good for the next yeah, four years or whatever. Yeah, and, <laughs> and then, I mean, and six months later, here we are with with boils on our ass. <laughs> God, oh, is is Harry ever going to go up to him and say, "Hey, where's have you guys invented any jokes yet? Are there any yet? jokes yet? They have been working on this one thing." The whole, the the sky whole time. That's it. <laughs> the whole school year. Also, like not even the whole school year. Like pre, like over the summer as well. They were working on it already when they got to, 
uh, uh, Grimmauld place. We've got Ipecac they... down, uh, but for our <laughs> next <laughs> trick... <laughs> Uh, for our next trick, we're going to give each other hemorrhoids with a pill. Uh, they're fucking geniuses. I, I, I'm, if I remember right, this is all going to pay off in some weird way. Are they going to give Umbridge a candy or something and, and buy Harry some time to do fucking whatever? I, I imagine that's where this is I going. I assume so. Um. But uh, I don't remember any of that. I'm kind of um, I'm kind of into it at this. Like I don't think that this is what I'm supposed to be getting out of it. But the absurdity of it is very entertaining to me. Right? Yeah. <laughs> just, just I I just want Harry to like put his foot down in the common room. Where it's like, look, I gave you this money because we all need a laugh. And all you've done, <laughs> you've invented roofies. You've invented Ipecac uh and and you've given yourself ass blisters how many <laughs> galleons has that cost you like out of the thousand i gave you where are you at right now have you now? thought What's of any your jokes? return on investment <laughs> have, you, have you got any good pranks <laughs> have you have you made any anything funny you bought a thing at zonko's that you threatened to shove up michael corner's ass <laughs> is that a joke uh, like like is, is that something that you'll be able to buy it was a weasley wizard wheezes have you partnered with bad dragon is that is what's going on here uh like uh they're investing in turning their uh shop into an airship i'm sure <laughs> well harry as you can see we've bought these beautiful uh, uh pinstripe suits with top hats uh and we will be bu- uh building an airship uh, that we will be then raining uh, the ass blister candy down from uh, as we travel the <laughs> world solving people's problems with our shitty pranks. Uh, that's the show on the premium wizarding world service that I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Oh, now I am going to subscribe. <sighs> um, so we get, uh, I guess, I guess the plot snore uh harry scar hurts and he talks about it with ron Oof, i did appreciate Ooh, the scene a little bit because it was like harry was talking to ron and they were talking like normal human beings to each other yes. so props to them for that yeah they weren't sniping at each other they weren't being weird i will I, like i kind of like this thing that, that harry has going on in his head with the with the like feeling voldemort's emotions mm-hmm. i'm surprised at how he just sort of went from not knowing anything about it at all to uh like just nailing exactly what it is that's going on yeah he has he he does a little bit of a um sherlock uh memory mind palace moment in the locker room here doesn't he yeah he's 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 real damn sure of what's going on, which I mean, like, I'm not super against that, but it's I appreciated this as part of the mystery, I guess. Uh, And and it's here's here's my my very small rewrite corner. Unapologetic rewrite corner. Uh, I thought it would be Mm -hmm. really cool if while he was in the 
uh, detention with umbridge he did feel happy and then was like unnerved by that because he got he goes yeah. through this like thing where he's like oh i didn't recognize that it was happiness at the time that it happened because i was so miserable but now that i'm thinking about it i know that that was happiness i was feeling but i think that for as far as like tension for this mystery this plot mystery that's happening i think it would have been pretty cool is if he was like you know, having this thing with Umbridge and then just like had this like swooping, like happiness feeling and be like, wow, that was fucked up. What's wrong with me? Yeah. That could have been a little eerie. I, I, I'm I'm so surprised. And like, granted, this, this could have been very cliche. I'm just surprised that it's not the route this book took. I'm, I'm kind of, do you feel like there's something really obvious on the table here that's not being taken, which is that like, everyone like he described these things like oh i felt really happy and then i felt really angry and then i felt really sad and like i'm and like like yeah you're a teenager right like there's no mm -hmm. he, he, there's no scene where he's like telling Sirius like hey my scar hurt and then and then i felt sad and ate a whole hagen tub yeah especially when it is so focused on harry growing up and having those feelings and then some are like I don't, I mean, I guess authentic, right? Like all of his stuff with Cho yeah. is like, is real and happening to him. So it would be like kind of mm -hmm. an interesting uh, tension with that. So right. Like trying to pick apart what are his genuine feelings and like, what are things that this, that the scar is making him feel. Yeah. Cause right? he, he's like, very I'm, I'm... aware, right? Like he is, it, it is that kind of like, um, uh, pensive veritaserum like oh magic really is just what it is on its face like oh of course he's just he yeah. just knows that this is an alien feeling yeah yeah so that, that i think i'm a little disappointed in that um but I, I i think that the corridor dream at least kind of makes up for it i like having something that's just like that's allowed to breathe and be just like a mysterious symbol i guess yeah. I like the corridor dream. Corridor dream's cool. It's a lot. It's a lot uh, better it's... than um, the dream where he flew in on an owl to hear it to hear a conversation that Voldemort was having. Yes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I forgot about that. Also, do you remember? We should go back and read that weird chapter from the first book that randomly depicts a dream. Oh, the coral dream. Voldemort. Yeah. Yes. Because that that is so random in that book. Uh, and I'd like to compare it to like where the Voldemort connection stuff is now. Oh, for sure. Uh, and see if any of that imagery like tracks, yeah. right? Because because that's that's fairly interesting stuff. I yeah. Think. The scene with Dobby is cute. Dobby is always a delight. That's the thing with the house elves is that I really don't like if Dobby was the only house elf that existed and they didn't like go into the nitty gritty of what's going on. I don't think it would have yeah. been that bad. Like, uh, it's definitely, yeah, no. there's definitely an implication going on, but he as an individual character, I think, is really, like, entertaining. Yeah. I might also be yeah, irony he, poisoned. He, I just love Dobby so much. We, we love Dobby. Uh, I don't love that new Dobby figurine that we oh, found. Oh, that was another thing that but, I wanted um, to talk about in the news, but we, we had so <laughs> much news. We, I guess Star Ace, the, like, luxury very high-end collectible figures they already had that dobby mm. that we talked about where he has a beard they're releasing yeah. another dobby with a beard you can pre-order it right now but he looks like he's been run through face app 
It's so <laughs> freaky. It looks he looks like either he was run through FaceApp or he looks like a robot chicken character with the like the stupid mouth taped on. Yes. It's so scary. Why did they it's do that so to terrifying. him? The good news is that it's only a prototype. I saw in the text they were like, oh, this is I a missed, prototype. I missed but that. the picture they chose to just display. I you you posted it. You posted it on our um our Twitter account. And I'm like, mm-hmm, people are gonna think mm-hmm. you ran this through FaceApp. Yeah, well, as I've been known to do, <laughs> uh uh is run pictures of house elves through FaceApp. But um no, I did not. It is it is just a really, really scary Dobby figurine, which I might try and email the company and say hey we're the we're the world's number one dobby podcast can we review review this this dobby figurine um but yeah no that's a little scary and i i i love dobby in this scene it is cute and dobby he's very uh resourceful yes that's like all we know about him he's like very good at doing mischief he's that's right um the the stuff about okay we've got to talk about the room of requirement this is this is the bigger thing here yeah this is such a weird thing to include in this story can the room of requirement make food there, right, I, I have been twisting myself all up thinking about that fucking wiki page about how you can make sauce in Harry Potter world, but you ah! can't make what? What is it like? Good, it's, quote it's unquote, ga- good ga- food. Gamp Gamp's law uh-huh. of transfiguration states that you can't turn you you can't turn or fuck it's it it, it there it is it is a very weird law that only ever comes up in the seventh book to to fix a plot hole where uh where they have to go fishing and 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 ron's like why can't we just conjure up some fucking grub um but it, the the rule is that like sauce is okay because it doesn't have nutritional value but anything that has significant nutritional value you couldn't conjure which Hmm. is i i think is a stretch because i'm 99 percent sure dumbledore conjured like a bunch of cakes and and sandwiches and shit in in hagrid's hut and like i guess the implication there is that he was teleporting it from somewhere else like his i think is the the, i I assume that's the canon explanation right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but can the does the room of requirement operate under different rules i the room of this is so like i i simultaneously feel silly and justified in criticizing the room of requirement because like i know half the time we talk about the magic on this show we're like it's it it you know it needs to be more mysterious and, and and esoteric and stuff but the room of requirement just feels so specifically designed to solve pre-existing story problems if you know what i mean that i can't help but pick it apart the room of requirement is going to be the huge like uh thing that draco uses to take over hogwarts 
in yeah the it's integral book. to the war story it it feels like something like we talk about um what's a good example something that was like in the early books where it was whimsical and 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 silly enough that like it, it felt fruitless to like pick apart in this detail but it, it's you know it's for this book mm-hmm. which is the more serious one and it just seems to raise so many questions about uh, like its own nature that it's like there's so many things here that that I'm just like like specifically because it's been designed to provide cover for a secret society plot in this book and I, all I can think of is like okay so when Harry needs the room and it's the DA room what does everyone else see if someone needs something more does it change does it become another like I'm I'm it's really easy to twist myself into a pretzel thinking about this thing. Yeah. Um, I'm going to look and see if the wiki has any exciting tidbits about it. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a room where sometimes he needs stuff. This Pottermore article has a segment where it just says the room had rules. The beauty of the, the, (laughs) we don't know what they are. The beauty of the room of requirement was that it adjusted to nuances even the Marauder's mm. map couldn't tell you who was inside it, but the room was quite specific in how it responded to the requiree, and those using it must be sure to close all loopholes. Uh, for example, you can get into other people's version of the room. Harry found a horcrux in there without realizing. I don't see how those things are related. <laughs> Wait, closing the loop. There's so many loopholes. It seems like there would be as many as like it seems it seems like there would necessarily have to always be loopholes, right? Right. I I I it's 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 so funny too because it's it's the hollow deck. Right? Yes. Like it's 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 like a Star Trek hollow deck, but with looser rules that that don't answer themselves i don't know i I, like it it, like i said i feel silly picking it apart but at the same time like we learn a lot about it this chapter like like harry while in the room thinks he needs a whistle and then a whistle appears or like he know you know he notices a whistle and i'm just like who what's the stack what's the stack like for the room requirement like if so harry needs the room for the da uh then all the da members can see it is that because they they're thinking they need to go to the DA? And then if someone if someone like tripped and and sprained their ankle in the while they were in the room while it was for the DA and they said, ouch, I need a, a stretcher to take me to the <laughs> hospital wing. Does their need then override the the needs of the, the DA? Like I'm just I'm going a little cross so the, here. So you're kind of imagining a little bit of a room of requirement trolley problem then. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're in, you're in the room <laughs> of requirement and then there's a, there's a train and you need a, le- you need a, a way to save some people and it generates you a lever. Uh-huh. But when you pull the lever, there's a, there's a, uh, another track that has three people on it instead of seven. 
or right. whatever. And there's someone outside in the corner that just tripped and fell, broke their ankle, needs a stretcher. Uh, does the room, <laughs> does the room <laughs> requirement forget your need for the lever and give them a stretcher? If Dumbledore needs the bathroom <laughs> more than Harry needs a classroom to teach in, what happens? That's some powerful magic. Does does oh Harry oh you're in the room of requirement and I really need to go. I'm I'm peeing myself. That's out okay. Here. You can Please. just banish it. What's the problem? <laughs> yeah, why does he need the That's chamber pot for? Fuck. Ah. <sighs> All that stuff aside, I think the scene is cute. Like, 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 ignoring that the room of requirement is opening, maybe infinite uh, 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 issues with the story. Um, the, the, I think the scene of him teaching is 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 cute. Like, it's it's nice. It sure makes Draco's plan seem very unimaginative. If the room gives you anything, <laughs> he's like, okay. I'm going to make a room that's filled with a bunch of crap and I'm going to hide a specific cabinet in it. Like, that's, that's what you come up with? How about a fireplace that you can flew from? What? I'm sure, I'm sure there's some convoluted reason. Uh, there's some weird, there's gotta be some weird explanations as to why the room is how it is. Um, can we talk about how uh, Hermione becomes the weird shrill secretary yeah she's she's the girl she has to be the secretary she's the girl she has to be the secretary um and not only that but even though she was uh not sure she even wanted to do it anymore a day beforehand um she is totally cool with Ginny's suggestion of doing irony and calling it the the yes let us have an irony name like, like on the one hand, I am I do actually think it's pretty funny that Ginny was like, let's let's do some irony. <laughs> I'm just like completely confused by Hermione just being cool with this. Like, like surely her, that would make Hermione even more nervous than yeah, she was. Like, why would you want to like, I don't know. Why would you want to aggro the ministry like that? If you're if you're really that. If that's why you're doing this, it seems very strange. It's a, like it is funny, but it is it's weird that 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 everyone's cool with calling it that without a, any sort of argument. And like also just the weird was Hermione okay in this part of the book? What like this weird description of her like sitting on her knees on a cushion next to harry and like scooching around was a really weird image to me i she's i get the vibe and maybe this is crazy i'm not really sure but i get this weird vibe that they're it's like softening her up for a romance storyline because that's gonna be her like Mm. thing for the rest of the books and i i just really like after that and then her and ron doing some more like friendly bickering he he at the end of the chapter that was just my my kind of vibe takeaway from that yeah it was just, it just drew so much attention to her like like sitting weird and 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 scooting around and fidgeting and i was like this is so unhermione mm-hmm. to me um but the rest of this class thing is cute it's 
it sure is weird that the trajectory Harry goes after this is becoming a cop and not a teacher. Uh, right. Cause it, this sure seems like a scene where it's like, Oh, this is his calling, right? Like he is actually, pretty yeah, good the thing teacher. Is, there's only like three skill trees in the wizarding world. You can either be a magizoologist, <laughs> right. a cop or a, or a teacher. And for me, I'm like, well, I think the encounters, uh, for cop are going to be probably the funniest. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, Harry looked at the skill tree and was like, well, I am good at the teaching thing, but I really want to do some duels. So I got major like Harry is good at teaching because of Lupin vibes from this. Yeah, which I kind of like, sort of like like he, he has a Lupin-esque uh, uh, persona here. He's like be, he's being very soft and, and like uh, uh, even handed and, and like, you know, there's the thing where he he doesn't put neville down for for taking a cheap shot because it's more important that he did anything yeah at all, i mean right? i think like, that echoed some... the, the part of um lupin encouraging neville and helping him him do the the bogart and in fact it came at the exact same i, I think time in the let like it was the first part of the lesson in the same way that it was in that maybe yeah. i'm reading a lot into it but um i do like that harry is like emulating a role model even like even with him trying to make Sirius into a role model it feels like this unconscious moment where he's like oh he has learned from from some other people that yeah. have been kind to him in the past yeah yeah i i, I like that read it's I, I think it's a cute scene um the the stuff with Cho is very uh, funny. Yeah, it, it's say. kind of cute sometimes. I I still think it's just like ultimately gonna suck a bit. But Harry Harry is very funny when when that stuff comes up. I the part that I like is when he walks over and she fucks it up, and he says, and she he's like, no, that was really good, and he's like. Actually, no, it wasn't, but it's okay because I saw you do some good ones before I walked <laughs> over. Like I thought that yeah. was funny, and, and that also that also like maintains the sort of like teacherly Lupin vibe that he had mm-hmm. with Neville. Uh, the part that I like less is is him his big takeaway from this encounter being Cho saying, "Oh, you make me nervous," and him running that through his mind over and over. Like, oh, I like making I like girls making nervous. you nervous, like, lady. Like, excuse me? That's, that's, uh... I, 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 yeah, I guess I that, that I'm, I'm like, it, it comes off as really weird the way it's phrased in the story, but I'm sure it's more like a, oh, if she's nervous around me, it must be because she likes me. It's... Right, I, I feel like, I just feel like there's a better word Yeah, probably, probably not. I'm, I'm glad I made you nervous. <laughs> yeah, like, like, flustered or something. Like, like, just not nervous. Nervous to me, at least, just means like scared, right? Like, yeah, or or at least anxious. Not not there's there's not there's no implication of like r- romance in nervous, uh, I guess to me. But it's 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 still it's it's charming. I don't know how I I'm really of two minds about like I, I guess I said all all the things I'm positive about about Harry's teaching. And him being good at that, but yeah. I'm also a little bit of of two minds in feeling uh, like I I just really am having a hard time getting that extra way into feeling like he's 
good at defense against the dark arts out of nowhere. I guess right. I guess that is a case of like here we are, we kind of need him to be. Yeah. <sighs> That's kind of where I'm at. It, it, you you said something similar last week, I think, which is like it was kind of a, a bumpy ride getting here, but I'm okay with where the story is now, you know, like I'm, I'm at least on board for this, even if I don't agree with everything that got us to this point. It, right? it kind of um, is hard for me because him being good at defense against the dark arts feels like entirely unearned. I, I agree. Totally. Like, like I went, when, when that first came up in his, in his very first rambo speech when hermione was like oh but we we want you to do it because because you're so good it was it was bizarre to me like like both the idea that him having plot armor for like surviving (laughs) everything by sheer luck meant that he was good at defense against the dark arts and the extra cherry on top that uh hermione said that uh oh, actually, all your test scores are better than mine. This has never come up before, but it's true. We're just so contrived. I hate that shit, honestly. I, 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 it's, it's bad. It's really, it sucks because I don't really blame this story specifically for this, but it is a just a, a, a trope that I am just so sick of that it's really hard for me to read, where it's just like, you know, the, the plain the plain main character boy is just going to be the best at this thing just because like he wants to enough. Mm -hmm. I'm just sick of it. And that's not really the story's fault. Cause that's just like, that's, that's protagonists in like kids stories. And that's, that's kind of the, the hero's journey thing. And I'm just like kind of tired of it, but that's, that's on me a little bit. Well, it, I feel like it's extra irritating and and kind of has a spotlight on it here because Hermione having top marks in every class has been such a defining thing for not like not just like a defining thing for her character, but like that's her drive, mm-hmm. right? Like it's not it's not random. It's that she is a very driven student and works for right. that, right? Uh, and and for her to kind of demure to harry that like oh your grades are even better than mine in a in a way that serves his feelings and like not uh like her own development just feels so hollow and like like she exists for his character development like it that that chapter really bothered me here's my rewrite corner i would love that scene again where he he like is good at defense against the dark arts i'm fine with him being like kind of a natural or whatever but i would love it if you were like if you know it was like oh but i i didn't get better marks than you and she'd be like oh of course not like how you you didn't study you dumbass (laughs) like what are you of course yeah well that that or like have her i mean there's there's another way for this to serve both of their characters even which is to have him say like oh but you know that's ridiculous you you handily beat me in grades even in defense against the dark arts and have her say sure but you know there's more to this than grades right like how do you grade fighting voldemort yeah you know like 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 have her think have her reconsider what um 
you know what what grades actually that's mean something to her, that she right? has like, like she's learned right and to have her say that would feel like a payoff for her character you're right yeah, uh, it just kills me, and and like, and this would be a great opportunity, like for Harry, where we see him working hard on stuff that matters to him. Like he finds a reason to work hard and succeed on something that maybe is outside of the classroom. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it, it's it's frustrating that it's it's like good character development for both of them feels within reach here uh and it's instead it was just a really weird unearned leap from from one thing to the other to get us to this point and like i said i enjoyed this chapter and the and the chapter before it so like in the sense i have like accepted the bad leap you know yeah like, yeah like, i just feel like i needed like to talk it, it out and now maybe i have closure on it no totally like move on sure. and be happy with where we are because i'm i'm enjoying these chapters these last couple right i i just i just think of it like it's the same as like i like it like it like just a, like a like a rocky season of tv right like if a, if a shitty episode you know sucks but sets up a, a a story point that has to be delivered on in the next episodes i will generally still enjoy the episode better you know the better episodes that come after even if they are still like picking through the rubble of a garbage episode you yeah, know we're star trek fans um, here that's right <laughs> thank you very much for picking out what i was putting down there um but but, but this feels similar yeah. to me right like like i hate i hate the way we got here um hermione's like like lack of a of a core character in this series is is bumming me out more and more as we go along but like overall i enjoyed what this chapter has made of those bad decisions i guess that makes sense to me well uh anything else for this chapter um it's uh it's a good one like i i like i i think the last two have been good mostly just because like the there's like enough mood stuff i love i love all the stuff in this chapter about the rain and the and the um the like the various classroom settings and the quidditch practice and fred and george's ass hurting (laughs) um there's just a lot of flavor in these chapters that has kind of felt missing in a lot of uh this book up until now yeah i agree i i this this book might end up one of my favorites somehow (laughs) <laughs> yeah even even with all this garbage in it i i i yeah um i think it's just because when it's hitting it hits <laughs> real hard right like like it's it has some real high highs yeah but yeah so i think that's all i have for yep, this chapter sounds good all right well i think it's time for us to take a break and when we come back what do we, we got? have some some pottermore and some fan stuff if we've got time all right that sounds good to me we will nope i'm not gonna say catch on the flip side that's for bonus subscribers only (laughs) so we'll be back after this break Welcome back. I am very upset about Pottermore going away. 
It's very sad. This is, I've gone on record maybe 100 times now that it's my favorite website. Um, And I don't know, like, I don't know if everything is going to make the jump, right? Mm -hmm. We know the digital experiences are, uh, but right now we are sitting on like, like at the time when we started this, I was like, oh, we have all the time in the world, right? Like we have all these features and weird write-ups and all of these things, the writing by JK Rowling, which I assume won't just go away. Mm -hmm. Um, But are these like Buzzfeed style posts just going to be gone to time Mm -hmm. once this Mm -hmm. jump has happened? So I figured this would be a good opportunity to like pick one. That is just like one of those ones that we just probably there's no nowhere that it really fits, but I would like to talk <laughs> about because it's extremely funny to sure. me. Um, I <laughs> this one and it is my favorite genre of Pottermore post, which is the post that kind of shoots itself in its own foot. <laughs> it's like it's like you know the, the like we're scrambling for content. I think my favorite one that we've done so far in this show was the um, like really depressed January one. Do you remember that? It was like now that it's January and everything sucks. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. It was so bizarre. Uh, but today I have kind of a blast from the past. A little bit of a, a like let's look backward because it's been about a year since we did Sorcerer's Stone. So mm-hmm. I'd like to go over the article. Whatever happened to these characters from Philosopher's Stone? <laughs> Wait, hang on. Are there any characters that don't appear? There's okay. there's a uh, twist at the end, okay. kind of. All right, all right, um, all right. I, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to undercut this this art this beautiful article. The first Harry Potter book introduced us to characters that would be in our hearts forever, but some other characters fell off our radars a little bit. So whatever happened to? fluffy is the first one (laughs) okay fair enough what yeah what did happen to the giant three-headed dog so this one there's about three paragraphs here um which concludes that we do know what happened to fluffy uh but it says as we will never forget this lovable three-headed dog played an integral role in the first book terrorizing anyone who dared come near the trap door that led to the philosopher's stone naturally fluffy was a contribution from hagrid who brought bought him off of a quote greek chappy down the pub someone really needs to introduce hagrid to traditional shops after fluffy had fulfilled his task of protecting the trap door although not very well we didn't meet him in the books again although harry did reminisce about him in the second story according to jk rowling in 2015 we learned that dumbledore had made sure fluffy returned home safely to greece oh that makes me happy i like fluffy our second entry is Doris Crockford. I'm sorry, who? <laughs> who the fuck is Doris Crockford? What the hell? This is the reminiscing, because this is what I was curious about, if we would remember some of these some of these great characters, because we read this book very closely about f- a year ago. Who? Lovely Doris was one of the leaky cauldron lot who couldn't believe their eyes when a young Harry Potter walked into the pub 
She told Harry she was just so proud to meet him and got in quite a few handshakes before Harry was whisked off to Diagon Alley. She was there with the likes of Deedalus Diggle and Professor Quirrell, but while Quirrell played a key role in the first book and Diggle ended up being a member of the Order of the Phoenix, we never saw Doris get another Harry handshake again. Maybe she's still down at the Leaky Cauldron, still reminiscing about her celebrity encounter. Oh no, that's so sad. Do we sad? Do we even hear her by her name? I thought she was just like a witch who grabbed his hand. I didn't realize we we learned the name Doris Crockford. I think maybe I think that maybe she introduces herself. Okay, because I do remember Deedless Diggle. Like like that that that's a name that stuck with me, even though he only appears in that scene. But Doris Crockford. I hope she's not just hanging out in the in the pub forever saying she shook an 11-year-old's hand, that would be really sad. You'd think we would see her again if that were the case. Yeah. Because we are in the Leaky Cauldron quite a bit. Uh, so She's probably a centrist. Didn't join didn't join uh, the Order <laughs> of the Phoenix. What did, what did Doris Crockford do in the Battle of Hogwarts? <laughs> uh, this next entry is the reason I included this, uh, this okay. article. All the other kids from Harry's first year uh okay hang on a second <laughs> you can't do that <laughs> they they're what the sorting ceremony was our first proper look at some of the other students sorted into harry's first year that weren't main characters for example we saw mandy brocklehurst and lisa turpin oh become yeah. ravenclaws but never saw them again because harry simply didn't hang out with the ravenclaws we saw some of the other <laughs> students of harry's year again terry boot for example joined dumbledore's army but as for those ravenclaw girls who knows who knows and, and what about sally ann perks or morig mcdougall what oh <laughs> what of morig whatever McDougal? whatever happened to them we hope they had a nice time and did well in their studies Okay, this is hilarious because we are always saying how Harry doesn't hang out with anyone ever. Like, he doesn't know any of the other students. Um, but this is very funny. Like, presumably <laughs> they just had school years, I guess. Like, they're not Luna, characters. Luna Lovegood could have been Morig McDougal. That's right. Oh, we could have had Morig McDougal. We could have Hermione. It, to be fair... I, I would like Hermione to like have more of an inner life and hang out with some other characters beyond Ron and Harry. She could have hung out with I've already Sally forgotten. Ann Perks. There we go. Thank you. I, I already forgot that uh, Lisa Turpin as well. Uh, she could have had so many friends from other houses. Those I'm gonna go ahead and say those aren't characters. Those are just names. You you can't just say all the other kids from Harry's class. That's cheating. I'm. This is the content we're gonna lose. I'm this sounding is, the alarm. So I will say, uh, the the Forbes article about the the Pottermore and Wizarding World merge did say that it should result in no loss of jobs. But also, yeah, because Pottermore- everyone already lost all their. jobs. I was gonna jobs. say, yeah, Pottermore's already lost everyone, and and. They, I mean, they wouldn't say that, right? Like, they'd say, like, oh, they, they wouldn't, like, make this merger and then go, like, and and everyone's going to be losing their jobs. It would be a second thing, right? Like, in a few months. So I'm still very unsure of the future of this Pottermore content. 
Um, so I'm going to skip the entry that's the troll from the dungeon because it's very boring. Okay. Exactly what you expect. But um, this next one is confusing me because it's Trolley Witch. Oh. And I want to know when <laughs> this was written. Because this is the thing that kills me about Pottermore is nothing is dated. Oh, yeah. There's no dates on anything. And all it says is the lady who pushed the trolley on the Hogwarts Express kind of helped along Harry and Ron's friendship by giving them lots of sweets to bond over. Although she continued to work on the train for years to come, she was also spotted at Dumbledore's funeral. Well, we all know Dumbledore loved a sugary treat. But we do know more about her. We do know more about the trolley witch. We know that she's uh, actually a, uh, a, a crazy defense mechanism for the train, and she can summon uh, claws that sprout out of her hands that are like knives, and her eyes glow, and all that shit is insane. I, every time I remember that the trolley witch is like a is like a secret, like X Men character or something, I lose my mind. I um every time I read anything from Cursed Child, I feel this kind of dark shadow approaching us. Um, I yeah. was reading I was reading the the wiki article for Dumbledore's Army this this week, and there was the like a little segment on the wiki that was like, here's the Cursed Child alternate um alternate dumbledore's army and it describes hermione as being quote like a gangster and i don't know what that means uh excuse me i'm just telling you what the wiki said what does that mean okay i don't know what that means huh. um yeah sorry that's been haunting me a little bit gangster I do wanna... hermione right yeah does, does that Oh, that I could don't mean know. So many different things. I know. I'm. I'm mm. Yep. Oh, I know. Dear. We'll get. Oh, we'll dear. get there. I gotta wrap up this article. There's an entry about Norbert, but we already know what happens to Norbert. So I just want to read the last thing on this article. The very end. Um, Yvonne. Yvonne. Oh, come on. You remember Yvonne, Aunt Petunia's friend, who is considered a replacement for Mrs. Fig for looking after Harry. The one who was on holiday, we all loved Yvonne. That's how the article ends. This is what we might lose. <laughs> so they didn't give a shit either. They were they were they were told, hey, write this article about characters from from Philosopher's Stone or whatever the fuck. I don't know. And then their boss left and they were like, Well, okay, the kids from Harry's class and Yvonne. Fuck you. Like yeah those are the best pottermore articles yeah although i here's what i'm wondering because you know our content is going to widen and deepen right that's right because Mm -hmm. is this what happened like was it like we want to do this really cool thing and then wb's like nope you don't have the rights to that and they're like fine we'll put out this other shit and that's how we end up with articles (laughs) like that maybe i'm i think that maybe uh in a future episode before we lose i mean who knows what you know maybe all this stuff will make the jump but 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 until we until we see you know the sites properly merged let's operate under the assumption that we 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 gotta mine everything out of pottermore that we can um do you think that we should do like a ranking uh like a top 10 pottermore articles uh, yes 
segment. Yes, I definitely think we should. Because there's so many good ones. I mean, like, you know, maybe there's ones that we haven't read yet that we can find that are incredible. But like we've 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 got this one. We've got um, the sassy feminist Hedwig article. There's yes, the um, the debate about slavery article. Mm, yep there's so many things on pottermore that are just too good to lose that we should we we should make like a top 10 you know before pottermore maybe disappears forever you should you should definitely hit up these 10 articles yeah uh it's for archival purposes absolutely we might, who knows we might we might just keep all of it it might all make it uh but it does seem like a kind of bizarre bizarre artifact that i just it would be so kind of surprising to me to see them move all that stuff. Here's the thing. Here's what worries me is that Pottermore has changed once before and we did lose everything. Like all the games. That's what and I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I had a pet owl. Shit. Yeah. All that stuff is gone just completely. And like they brought the writing over, but like nothing else. So there's a very, you know, there's precedent here. There's a very real danger that we could just lose everything from Pottermore. All right. I'm going to pivot really briefly um, because uh, you certainly remember when we helped out planning that bachelorette party, um, the Harry Potter themed bachelorette party. Oh, God, I do remember that. So I thought we'd maybe put our, our expert planning to the test here. Mm-hmm. Um, because I have I have a redditor here uh, that is becoming an officer for a new HP fan club at college and would love some more ideas. Oh, oh, okay. All right. What have they got sorry, so far? Sorry in advance for all the text, but I'm looking for ideas. A chapter of Dumbledore's Army was started at my university last year. Oh, oh but my. I But I was not aware of it. While considering forming my own HP fan club over the summer, I saw a recent listing for the club on my school's directory and contacted the group asking if it was still active. Well, it turns out that none of last year's officers have time to run it this year, so anyone interested in being an officer can apply, and it will be voted on at the first meeting next week. I heard back from a former officer, and I was told I was the only person who showed interest in being the treasurer. So odds are, that's the officer job I'll be getting. I'm excited to be part of the brainstorming and planning for this group, but would love suggestions on how to make it fun for everyone. In addition, if you've played any HP games, please let me know what you think. I want to make this club Wait. really f- I want <laughs> I want to make this club really fun and cool and already have some ideas. Okay, wow. F- f- okay, first of all, I'd like to treasurer what are the <laughs> whoa what treasure is uh, needs to be uh, uh accounted for in a harry potter fan club are they collecting dues galleons hmm do you want to hear uh, their uh, ideas before you have ideas yeah absolutely idea number one movie seven part two is quote premiering in our on-campus theater later this semester, and we could attend together. Other movie viewings. Harry Potter board trivia and video games. Discussion about interesting HP topics, questions, revelations, etc. Some of which I could get from this subreddit. Mm. Making butterbeer and other HP food and drink creations. As of now, the club receives no funding from the school, so buying expensive things or going on big trips is out, sad face. I 
I just like to point out this person is the treasurer for a club with no funding. Yeah, I'm okay. So there's a lot to pick apart here. So number one, the treasurer. I'm still mulling that one over. Number two, they're not even getting funding, so there's even less of a reason to have a treasurer. Right. Uh. Also, all the things they're suggesting are are mighty fine ideas. I would say for a fan club. Um, but also they're the treasurer. They're not the like like you don't go to the treasury to ask should we watch the <laughs> Harry Potter movie. Like, no, you go you go to see if you have the funds to watch the Harry Potter movie. Do, yeah, do we do we have and do we have twenty no. bucks to order pizza? And the answer is no. The school has not funded <laughs> us this year. This is. I mean, I'm glad. Here's the thing: I don't want to shit on their excitement because it's cool that they want to join this club and then you know they want to get involved. But like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah, these are good ideas, but but, buddy, the, you've got a treasury to run, and it sounds like they've got no funds coming in. So I think that might be the first order of business, right? Like, so you're saying, so you're saying the treasurer should maybe organize a fundraiser? Yeah, if you want to, yeah, let's. If you, if you want to host like a bootleg movie viewing party uh where where everyone pays 5 bucks and y'all watch the movie and y'all laugh and clap when it says you're not supposed to charge for watching a home video right that sounds like that sounds like a great time that is a great I, time um uh and i think that that should be their first order of business before th- uh wondering about uh, going on expensive trips which yeah that seems like a a, like putting the cart before the horse a little bit putting the cart before the horse and i would say like even if the uh even if the school was doling out some some uh some funds for the harry potter fan club i really don't know if if they would be (laughs) giving out enough funds to to fund an exciting trip Are you at college? Don't you have work to do? Like what the what? Funding an exciting trip to Dobby's grave. That's oh. uh, that's like history. Yeah, that's an they, educational that, trip. That's not just is, like yes. a trip to Disneyland. Yeah, this is a, this is an educational trip. We are going. We are going to Wales, and we are visiting Dobby's grave, uh, and we will we will be finding who sabotaged it. So actually, it's not just it's not just the history. It's it's actually uh, justice you're uh if you don't fund this you are obstructing justice so think on that one school yeah were you in any clubs in college uh no i i well actually no that's not true i was in i was in the uh anime club for one meeting and then i left because it was uh creepy and weird and they wanted to watch like lucky star or something and i was like buddy i watched lucky star on my computer in a torrent three years ago right yeah good yeah i mean it sounds like maybe the treasurer didn't have their act together at anime club (laughs) right yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) um i i have like a cut a very loose theme for these reddit posts today um because i I think it's i think it's tough to come up with ideas for a an hp um college club but i did find this post which is entitled harry potter drinking challenge question mark which is kind of more more up my alley of what i was doing in college um (laughs) sure uh it it has the tag help (laughs) 
help. And and I also I'm kind of tying this back. I feel like we when we were planning that bachelorette party, there was a long um uh you know, complicated drinking game they were trying to form. And that's kind of in, in the same vein. Um, (laughs) So long story short, my friends and I at college do a drinking challenge night every year. Drinking challenge night. Once a year. Yeah. Once a year. (laughs) It's got to be something related to yourself. So last year I devised an, a Harry Potter themed game, the drunk (laughs) wizard tournament. (laughs) Which consisted of, one, defeat the dragon, shot of fireball. Two, defeat the mermaids, snorkel shot of Malibu. Defeat the maze, go through an obstacle course of hula hoops while keeping a wizard hat on and a broomstick between your legs. Four, defeat the dark lord, throw a dart at this guy nobody likes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, To be clear... I Photoshop his face on a picture of Voldemort. Okay. Okay. So they're not. Go- okay. Not, no. Don't worry. Okay. Five, five. Celebrate. Casually drink a butterbeer afterwards. I wanted to ask you guys for advice for mixing things up for this year. I like the HP theme and I can repeat the same thing, but would like to change it somehow. Any ideas or tips? So I just like to, I would just like to I just like to take <laughs> us through the actual mechanics of this game, which is a shot of fireball, a shot of Malibu, an obstacle course, throw one dart, drink a beer. <laughs> this, yeah, I was gonna say this. <laughs> this this really leans a lot harder into the game than the drinking <laughs> part, um, which I, I I sort of applaud because like normally when people on Reddit invent drinking games, they would kill you in five minutes. Um, yes this won't I kill think, you i think this is kind of in the opposite direction where this is barely any drinking at all really uh like so I, I can't think of anything like as singularly unpleasant as the idea of having like a shot of schnapps a shot of malibu and then having to do some sort of physical task <laughs> it just i Especially the snorkel shot thing. Right, um, yeah. Uh, here's... Okay. I I like the way that this escalates. And I think my <laughs> suggestion would be... Um, you know, so like... Defeating the dragon, shot of fireball. Sure, that's, that's uh, thematically appropriate. Snorkel thing, also thematically appropriate, even if it sounds unpleasant. Uh, the obstacle course, okay... Not entirely on board with this one, but I appreciate the effort. Um, and I and I also appreciate that it is like an escalation of the activity. Mm-hmm. And for being throwing a dart at a picture, I think is uh kind of a, a a step down from the obstacle course where you have to keep your hat on and jump through hula hoops. So I would say that my suggestion to improve this would be if you're going to do this. Uh, it really should be throwing a dart at this guy you don't like you and, and you hunt him down and and throw the dart at him and, and right and, yeah you know if you're if you're going to escalate escalate okay but if yeah i think you need to escalate that it's like someone that you just kind of don't like and you need to find someone who like is very bad right yeah like you, you have to escalate it to like find find an find... evil individual and and throw when, a dart at him when the campus cops are doing their sweep <laughs> of the dorms uh okay uh if, if if you can reach for their taser uh right. and see if you can get them 
uh, that that would be defeating the Dark Lord. Is there a lightning spell in Harry Potter? And if not, why? mm, Like a zapping spell? I don't know, actually. Most of the combat spells just seem to be like, oof. Like like a force. Yeah, right? it's kind like, of an no. energy an energy blast. It's yeah. like you know you're you're playing Kotor, you're going light side. You don't get any lightning powers. Yeah, God, that's annoying. I'm in the middle of a light side playthrough for like the first time right now, and right, yeah, all you mm. have is like an energy blast I have, that does I have nothing. Stasis, which is useful but boring. Right. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there's if there's like a zapping specific spell. There should be. I'm kind of surprised there isn't. I feel like shooting lightning out of something is just like a, a like a fantasy staple, uh, and and it, its absence is is definitely noticeable in Harry Potter. Yeah, I mean, I guess we eventually get fire because we get fiend fire. Oh, that's right. Mm. And I suppose the way that the movies made the spells look, they're kind of lightning laser. Uh, yeah 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 they're more lasers they're definitely not like lightning um i I would much prefer that so yeah so i would say for this to this person if you're gonna escalate escalate because this because ending with this uh uh throwing a dart at a photo like i do that i I could do that when i'm not drunk i do like the fireball i'm all i'm always a proponent of um drinking fireball and pretending (laughs) that it's fire whiskey (laughs) one of my one of my favorite dumb harry potter things is is the prevalence <laughs> of fireball how much of like fireballs like do you think there's like a noticeable percentage of fireballs uh like income that is from harry potter fans yeah how many people have made like a diy f- like fire whiskey recipe and had to go specially buy fireball and yeah. then they make like a really gross drink because no one wants to drink fireball <laughs> maybe that's me and i know some people like fireball and it's like okay in mixed drinks i guess but yeah i i like it in stuff i would not drink it straight that's fire uh, whiskey though yeah that's true i guess i need to get used to it but i want to join the wizarding world yeah it's like the cool drink um i i'm glad that um star wars came up well i guess i brought it up but i didn't mean to do it for this transition which is my final reddit post um Mm. My college library has a Harry Potter or Star Wars sign that you can write on. What is a good Harry Potter quote to be pro HP? Uh, hey, I okay. I just want to hey, know what mm, that sign is. Yeah, a, a how do you have a Star Wars or Harry Potter sign? The what title says mean? the title says it all, but I was wondering what a good quote from any of the Harry Potter movies or books that is funny and or clever could be to write that could get at the more pro Star Wars fans here. Uh, is this a is this a rivalry thing? Yes. What? Yes. Uh, all all the replies are um, just all of the famous Harry Potter quotes, right? I mean, obviously. Yeah, yeah. This. I'm fascinated by the logistics of this. I so I does it, like does anyone in the thread like ask for pictures of this sign? Nope. I want to see this. Nope they they all seem to be like completely on board with this idea. That it's just a Star Wars versus. Sure. I'm assuming it's like a ver- Star Wars versus Harry Potter sign. What does that look like? Is that like a is like a chalkboard? But like, what do you? 
I'm imagining like a big poster and on one side they wrote Harry Potter and on the other they wrote Star Wars and then drew a big line down the middle. Oh, and then you, and can, and then you can maybe draw on either side to like oh. voice your support. I didn't even know. I was not aware that this was even a rivalry. Like. Yeah, this... usually it's like Harry Potter Twilight for some. I mean, I guess that was only when Twilight was big, but I guess I guess they're both fantasy-ish franchises i i also always always was more like yeah it's harry potter versus lord of the rings which also still still isn't very harry potter versus lord of the rings and harry potter versus star wars or harry potter versus um twilight were both because like those were like competing fantasy movies right like Star Wars. To be fair, I would so say infrequent. that frequent. I would say that Harry Potter and Star Wars have more similar stories to each other. That's true. Yeah. So I'll give true. it credit for that. Okay. Um. And so they they say they want a quote that's pro Harry Potter. Yeah. Put yourself in their shoes. You're you know you're at college. You see a sign and you're like, Am I a Star Wars fan or a Harry Potter fan? And so of course you're like, oh, I have to voice my support for Harry Potter. What do right. you write? Are they asking specifically for quotes from the book, or are they asking for like just quotes? Like, are, are they asking? Is, is are they asking for like? Is there some celeb out there with a pearl of wisdom that's like, ah, a, a Star Wars in the hand is worth <laughs> two Harry Potters in the bush? <laughs> like, like what? I mean, they are asking for a quote from the book, but I think that we could maybe challenge them to do better than that. Yeah. If you can just write uh, whatever you want, right? If, yeah, if no one mentions Star Wars in it, like Harry mentions PlayStation to Sirius, but there's no, there's no part where like Ron says, me dad took me to see Star Wars and it was rubbish like there's no there's nothing like that in there there's no antagonistic star wars content in there right all we know about star wars content in harry potter has been things that jk rowling has said outside of the books right yeah she said that dean thomas is a star wars fan oh there you go she says that she's she she thinks dean is a jedi right so case case closed that's like jk that's a straight from the okay i don't feel i don't feel right calling jk a horse i don't want to say straight from the horse's mouth that seems a little mean but <laughs> that is straight from the source yeah uh, uh uh she said that dean thomas would would be a jedi so there you go i don't know if that's really pro that's kind of i guess that's more pro unity Mm, yeah so so what you're saying is that you re- you maybe maybe write that tweet from her right in the middle where the two meet uh <laughs> and cite you know cite the tweet yeah that's very nice i like that yeah yeah no 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 more rivalry no more franchise rivalries they're the fucking worst has there ever been a fun one i guess it's as fun as you can let it be right they're all the same it's all it's all the same shit really when you get down to it i yeah you we should we should all look to uh 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 hot topic and just think like look th- look at how many look at how many franchises are here all's one uh that's and, beautiful and that's beautiful i think that's beautiful no 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 more borders between uh media franchises i love that now we have to let marvel in 
Uh, never. Okay. Okay. I'm putting <laughs> a. I'm, okay, I'm putting my sign back up. Uh, no Marvel allowed. Right. Sick yeah. of it. Yeah. Let's talk about that trailer, huh? Um. Why is it? Why does it have the tone of a horror movie being? Why announced? is it? So, Can you tell me? Why that? is it so scary? Uh, there are like two or three of them, right? And they're like supposed to look in universe. It's like enlist in the magic army i guess yeah but they're so creepy they've got like that found footage vibe to them uh there's one in particular that really spooked me which was it's like okay so the premise of the trailer is it it has this voiceover of some wizard lady going like oh our our worlds are colliding uh (laughs) and 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 muggles are noticing the the wizarding world and, and you must protect it um over like footage of like like wizard things happening on like security cameras right and there's one that's really freaky that's like fluffy attacking a bus and it's really it's got that like low frame rate thing going on like a real security camera would have and i'm like they went to a lot of effort to make this look 10 times scarier than it needed to be it's it's not the tone it strikes is so weird and then there's the one that's like footage of kittens oh and they're like playing with a snitch they're playing with a snitch but it it also just is that found footage like it's like from paranormal activity yeah it has like panicked it has like panicked voices in the background it's very strange i don't like it at all uh and it's just so funny to me that it has like barely not even 2000 retweets like when when i not not to toot my own horn here the shrieking shack but when i posted that clip of gorilla grod saying i found you obama uh (laughs) that got like twelve thousand retweets and i'm not and 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 i don't have we don't we don't have however many millions of followers that harry potter accounts have uh that's just wild no one cares about this thing and they went to such lengths to i like they they really wanted the like because because like i guess the trailer is kind of made out of these separate like i said there's like the security footage clips Mm -hmm. and i think that they were releasing those clips also we just didn't see these but they've been releasing them on their twitter for a while like just the clips themselves not not cut into a trailer Uh uh-huh and it sure feels like they thought those were going to go viral. Like, like, ooh, what's this mysterious video of a giant dog attacking a bus? It doesn't oh, help. It's... It doesn't help that J.K. Rowling is not on Twitter to retweet that stuff. No kidding. Because she she has so many. Like, she's she was huge on Twitter, and I wouldn't be surprised she has 15 if fifteen million followers. I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of Harry Potter fans specifically follow her and nothing else. Like, none of the brand accounts. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think there's someone really pissed off at like the the game company right now going like I need JK Rowling to retweet our fucking trailer? Yeah, why wouldn't like, she? Yeah. Like she doesn't need to be online and posting, but why why wouldn't she? I'm surprised that they don't have it in her contract or anything like that. I don't know how any any of that works, but it's very You, it's you very would strange. think that she would she would at least shoot that a, a retweet like holy shit because she gets money from that too surely i i I would assume from that that partnership assuming she has a good a good contract with that kind of thing but yeah i'm 
I'm I'm I'm blown away by like just what a series of poor choices this trailer is. Uh, for one thing, nothing makes me excited uh, about Harry Potter more than seeing the words "enlist now" in black and red in in huge scary letters. Uh, that really captures the vibe that I enjoy in Harry Potter, uh, and I love found footage horror movies. Uh, so why not <laughs> uh, make one out of Harry Potter? Like, it's great. So just- weird. Everyone, everyone has the same idea of what they want from Harry Potter, and it's like a, a handwritten letter from McGonagall who wrote it with like a, a quill and ink, and it's stamped with like a wax seal on the envelope, and an owl delivered it. It's not. It's not found footage. Scary. Enlist <laughs> in the army. <laughs> what I. I yeah yeah it's I who I mean this this is the this is the problem of Fantastic Beasts too like compounded into like video game trailer form right like I don't think this is what anyone no no one goes to Harry Potter going like I sure hope we get to see some baby murder uh and and marital rape in this right that's what I love about Harry Potter uh no like people want to see cool animals and 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 broomsticks and and nifflers and stuff i do like the nifflers i do like the niffler oh i will say the one the one piece of footage in this that is cute is like a niffler sitting inside one of those um coin machines (laughs) or like the the like casino coin machines that like push the coins out uh when you put one in uh that was cute um but then then we get to see like a monster book of monsters attacking a guy in a 7-eleven and it's just kind of scary like like why it's so freaky yeah it feels like they could really just have have it be like oh the wizard the wizarding world has to be kept a secret um not like oh they're gonna that book is gonna kill that guy it's a <laughs> right. weird tone to strike fluffy fluffy just uh killed everyone on that bus like right <laughs> I mean that that's always been the vibe from Harry Potter, right? Is that it's like the Wizarding World has to hide for fun because they're just so they're just so whimsical, you know? They're right. not they're not gonna harm you. Yeah, well, turns <laughs> out hmm. turns out a snitch is gonna scare the shit out of your kittens, uh, and a, a a a book is gonna attack you when you go to buy a hot dog at three a.m. Right, at the gas station. Yeah, really good stuff. Well, look forward to playing it. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be an horror, so I yeah, can fight I'm, dark I'm, wizards. I, th- I think I'm gonna be a, a zoologist, maybe. Yeah, I, I the creatures seem cute. I mm, actually, no, I think I'm gonna be a teacher. God, I'm pretty sure the teachers get to see all the like movie scenes. I think that's what I'm assuming. Right, but I don't know for sure. So, so we'll we'll see. <sighs> what a weird thing 2000 not even 2000 retweets i'm looking at it right now it's got like 1600 that's why just... did that why did they market it so poorly it has its own twitter account too right yeah did it and get... it was also re it's <sighs> been chain retweeted by like the wizarding world account and i think also pottermore okay but jk hasn't i wonder if she's pissed uh... about something probably i mean she's always pissed about something but sure <laughs> i just wonder if she's mad about this game or, or something weird like that sure uh yeah i would not be surprised or, or just like like taking it out on this game 
being mad about something else, you know, because I mean, obviously all that, all the crimes of Grindelwald stuff with the rewrites and this Johnny Depp situation, she's probably not super thrilled about that stuff and, you know, becoming a meme for a couple months. Yeah. Uh, she's probably not thrilled at the moment. Um, no, I, I just, I just still can't believe they're releasing Harry Potter Pokemon Go and nobody knows about it or cares. <laughs> Oh, there was also, remember last week we talked about the news about um, Daniel Radcliffe filming something with JK in London? Yeah. There was a theory kicking around that it would be like the introduction, uh, introductory thing for this Wizard World website relaunch. Mm-hmm. But I guess not, because that's come and gone. Yeah, unless they it's launched for the gold it announcement. with nothing. Yeah. Yeah, so unless it unless it's something separate for the gold announcement where he says, Hello, I'm Harry Potter, and if you'd like to read all seven books and get a funky gold pin, sign up. Um I just... almost feel like I don't know why he would do that. Also, it just seems like JK Rowling has always been the face of that stuff. Yeah, well it's her website. Like I like it it is her business, I think. <laughs> I'm not uh, yeah. Or what? I mean, it was until this this weird uh, merger thing. But uh, yeah, Pottermore was always like her 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 deal. So <laughs> I'm very I'm very surprised. Um, unless it's like, oh, unless it's going to be like I'm J.K. Rowling and I'm Daniel Radcliffe and I'm from the WB movies and now we're in the same website, right? Like maybe that could be it. No, but... that would be something. Uh oh. Uh. Hello? 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 Brief loss of internet. Was that was that on your side or my side? It looked like it was on yours. Oh, okay. What was the last thing you heard me say? Um that they would were announcing that they get to be on the same website. Oh, yeah. That, okay. So, yeah. So I I I just feel like maybe that's it like 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 he's representing the movie side and she is representing the 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 book side but like I, who who knows at this point he he still just should take his patronus quiz <laughs> i want to see what to... i want to see what card he makes i am oh i i am ravenclaw and severus snape and <laughs> Sectumsempra and house elf that's right that's me yeah we want we want to compare compare uh, fan cards with him well, I think that probably does it for us. Yeah, this has been um, a crazy week. This has been a huge week for news, which is very exciting and also slightly ominous. You know, I feel it. I'm, do you feel it in the air? Something weird's coming for Harry Potter. I yeah, feel. I definitely felt it for the first time with that weird Pottermore article. And now we're starting to see the consequences. <laughs> right. Yeah. The uh, that that timeline article has opened pandora's box and i just feel like things are just going to keep getting weirder and weirder yeah um so on that note i will take us to the close our theme song is hot mcgonagall by cheshire moon you can check them out on Bandcamp. huge thanks as always to them for letting us use that as our theme song you can check us out on patreon uh you know the wizarding world is launching a subscription service we also already have one uh <laughs> that probably has way more content for you uh if you would like to hear more bonus episodes uh if you'd like to hear us talk about 
You know, I was about to say the thing that happened in the last episode. Don't do it. It's too big. But I don't want to spoil it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil it. You got to you got to listen to it. Um, but you can check us out there on patreon.com slash streetcast. And Liz, what are we going to read next week? Uh, we're going to read chapter 19. Uh, it's called The Lion and the Serpent. And I'm I'm just now realizing it's a Quidditch chapter. So I kind of I kind of um, I said some stuff this week about the Quidditch rules. So I'm a little bit scared. I'm about to be oh, punished. No. <laughs> you say one nice thing about Quidditch. You just can't give it an inch. Damn you it. Know? Yeah. Well, let me pull up real quick our way to kill umbridge for the week right what do we got here this week deliver her cookies while polly juiced as snape she will die of shock i swear what what i don't get this one i gotta say yeah yeah i'm not sure about that does she hate snape that much I don't think what so. Am I, I don't here? think he, she has much of a notion of Snape. I think it's supposed to be the absurdity of Snape delivering cookies, right? Uh, mm, okay, sure. Snape can deliver cookies that... to me anytime. Yeah, yeah, I would be thrilled. That would be great. Uh, flute piano, uh, the commenter who has always delivered us such uh, beautiful Big fan. Uh, insights into these, uh-huh. says, "Ah ha ha!" Bonus poison the cookies that would probably kill her but but if she's already died of shock seeing snape delivering cookies the the poison seems a little superfluous i think Mm, yeah yeah (laughs) interesting interesting. it'll be something to think about for sure something to think about and you know you know i've said that 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 i feel into my bones we've got some some news coming down the pipe for harry potter some big things and if you're feeling the urge to reread again, I would just like to say, please read another book. Please read another book. Going to the dream, but there's a lady there. Makes ocean roll seem tame. Better know what you're after if you catch a ride. Cause this hot mama is just a cat in disguise.